Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. And we all know investing is a good idea, but how does one go about it? Well, Helen Baker, financial advisor and founder of On Your Own Two Feet, is here to tell us her top five investment tips. But before we hear those, I just need to whip out the old disclaimer because obviously we don't know your specific financial circumstances. That would be pretty weird if you ask me. So if you want to make some moves with your money, make sure sure you consult an independent financial advisor. All right, Helen, time to hear those tips. So when it comes to investing, I guess the best thing about investing is starting earlier because what we need to understand is that when we're investing money, the longer that we can have that money working for us, it's got more time to grow and it keeps building on itself. So if you think about if you bought a house 20 years ago versus two years ago, it would be worth very different amounts from where you started from. So time is your friend when it comes to investing. But a lot of people don't know where to start. They don't know what to invest in. They don't know where to go. And it becomes a little bit complex. And there's also a little bit of fear that often gets attached to it. So what if this goes really wrong? And so it's important to make sure that you do things at the right time and make sure that you have things that underpin you in case something goes wrong along the way. Investments can seem a little bit complicated because there is an enormous amount of choice. So again, it's important to understand what they're about. And I think getting back to your why, like why do you want to invest? Is it because you have surplus money you want to get going with that surplus money? Or do you think, you know what, super is probably not going to be enough for what I want or I'm going to access super so late in my life, I'd like to have choices along the way? Or is it, okay, I'm going to start investing in something now to build a deposit to buy a house with? Or it could be that you just want to generate an income stream and choose whether you want to work full-time or part-time. So it'll be a whole different strategy depending on which one's appropriate for you. But the good thing we know is that the earlier we start has huge impact. And I think about some people that I've met along the way as clients where they invested earlier and then allowed them to retire earlier or it allowed them to leave a bigger inheritance for their family. It just really is about buying yourself choices. So if you're wanting to invest but don't know where to start, then hang on. We're going to go through five tips to help you to get started. Okay, so let's look at that first tip. So let's consider your options. So you might be thinking about property, shares, managed funds, collectibles like wine or art, precious metals like gold, silver, there's foreign currencies. You can even do home improvements to build equity in your home. You might even start a business. So there are a range of different options. And again, depending on how risky you are, what you're comfortable with, where you are in your stage of life, and how this all fits with that goal that we were talking about before, it's what is the purpose of this investment? So understanding those options, the pros and cons, how to get into them, how to get out of them is going to be important. So make sure you look at getting sound advice, which kind of brings us into number two getting sound advice. So I know a lot of people want to do it themselves and look, you can in a lot of ways, but a lot of times we just don't know what we don't know. So there are things that you can control around those investments, like how much tax do you pay? So depending on which structure you invest in, do you invest in your own name? Do you invest in a company? Do you invest in a trust? 
Do you do it with a friend or a sibling? So looking at how it gets invested, whose name it's in will determine some of those issues of taxes. Then you can look at the costs. What are the costs associated with getting this started in terms of the advice and or the ongoing costs. So if you think about buying a property, you've got ongoing rates and maintenance insurance for landlord insurance in case the tenants don't pay. There's lots of additional costs that you might have to comply with. There's legislation which may change over time. So what might be okay as a tax rate or a cost structure may change, good or bad. New things come about all the time that allow you to do things that you couldn't do before. There's often government incentives to do certain aspects. So looking at first home buyer grants or tax deductible contributions to super or tax rebates that may be applicable. How to protect that investment. So you want to make sure that you're comfortable with the commitments that you're making and they can ride the storm of the future. So that might mean that you might go down to, as a couple, you might go down to one wage or something may change. You might want to have some time off and travel overseas. How does that investment work with you going forward? So all of those come into play. Tip number three is about only invest what you can afford. So sometimes you see people who get in a little bit over their head and the thing that hurts the most is when we've made a commitment, we've gone through the hard yards and we've invested in something only to find out, you know what, I'm in over my head and I'm going to have to sell it because Murphy's Law says the moment you have to sell it is when it's worth a lot less than what you sp- what it was worth or what it was worth before or what you paid for it. So we don't want to break our hearts when it comes to investing. We want to make sure that what we're doing has the ability to keep on growing and form part of our plan. The other thing to think about when you're investing is that investments produce income. So if you think about it, investment property, you can get rental income. If you invest in managed funds, you can get dividend income. So you're looking for these investments that either provide a capital growth over time, an income stream, or a combination of both. Number four is determining your exit strategy. So if you're investing in something what is the plan to get out of that? So generally for superannuation, obviously there's some age restrictions around how long before you can get to that. So that might be a further investment that's got a long, long-term view. Other things you might be thinking, you know what, I want to buy into that and then sell it and then upgrade, or I might invest in that now and invest in something else a bit further down the track. So it's about how are you getting into these things as well as how are you going to get out of them particularly if you're buying in with somebody else. So for example, you might buy a house with a sibling, but then the sibling is going to get married and needs to sell this property or get you to buy them out. So making sure you've got a plan is important. And lastly, number five, which is an emergency fund. So we only have to look over these last couple of years to realise that Things happen from left field that we aren't expecting, we have no control over, and we don't know how long before we can get our head above water again to deal with any sort of negative circumstances. So making sure that you've got an emergency fund underpinning everything that you build, and also what I talk about is those five foundations, and making sure that you've got all of those there to protect what you build on top. 
So just to wrap up, what we want to do when we're investing is make sure that we seek advice before we commit so we can avoid a mistake and we don't have to change things from one to another and have maybe stamp duty costs because it was in the wrong name or pay some taxes. So getting that advice up front. Considering what's appropriate for you at this time in your life versus other steps of the journey, looking at how you get out of those things, what's the exit strategy, borrowing only what you can afford or investing only what you can afford if it's not borrowed money and making sure you underpin with the foundation so that everything that you build on top stays standing. Good luck and happy investing you get that foundation strong because you don't want to build a big old house that you're very happy in only to have it fall over. That's not fun for anyone, especially if you've got guests over at the time. That'd be awkward. Now, if you've got a question for any of our experts or you've got a great money-saving story that you would like to share with us, then we would love to share it on the potty. So send us an email at smallchange at novapodcast.com.au and I will catch you on Friday for another episode.